The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Practical Spirituality Positive Messages This is Unity Online Radio The Voice of an Awakening World Here are some moments of inspiration brought to you by UnityOnlineRadio.org Unlock the power of your dreams Welcome to Ask Dr. Dream with Kelly Sullivan Walden. Welcome to the Ask Dr. Dream show where you uncover the truth of your dreams and reveal the beauty of who you are. And hopefully I don't choke as I say that. I'm Kelly Sullivan Walden and Nancy T. I'm going to let you do the rest of this intro because I got a little verklempt. Okay. Well, hello, everybody. I'm so fun to be joining everyone. I'm searching for a microphone because we've switched technologies today. <laughs> oh my God. We're doing, we're doing a new zoom. I think I got the little frog out of my throat. Let's see. Okay. Anyway, I just want, I just want everyone to know, how do you like that? We have a guest. I'm so excited. I think I'm just, I've been dreaming about my guest for the last week and last night in particular, um, I feel like this show has become so much more about the afterlife and and about coming to peace with our beloveds on the other side. And um, I'm coming up on the the one and a half. Well, the, the, it was the second anniversary of my friend Gypsy's birthday, um, for the second birthday without her on this planet. And so I've been particularly focused on that. And then also the girl with the blue ukulele. We're coming out of that. So this guest is just so perfect. Nancy, I'm so excited to introduce you to him. You're going to freak out. Ah. Um, let me make a few quick announcements, though. So if you have a question you'd like to ask the medium that is going to be on the show in a few moments, the number to call is 816-251-3555. Also, of course, if you have a question about your dreams, those are always welcome. So that will, we'll take those probably mostly on the second half of the show, but, um, Oh, a couple quick things. My luminous humanness ebook is out. Also the luminous humanness app is out. So if you can spell those words, luminous and humanness, then you'll be able to find them and be just fine. Also my episode with George Nori on beyond belief, it just posted to Gaia so check that out. Okay, so Nancy T, um, would you do the honor of reading the Luminous Humanness message for the day? I sure will. It's October 6th, and it's entitled X-Ray Vision. Mm, with, perfect. Yeah, <laughs> which is funny as I, I balance my glasses with one of the stems on it. Oh, <laughs> Oh, I'm so glad we're doing this. The attitude of totter. Um, (laughs) Here we go. We're going. Welcome to my world. Okay. Yeah. X-ray vision. With X-ray vision that enables you to see beneath the mask of a person behaving from their lower nature, you discover there's no need to fight fire with fire. You may not feel inspired to be in close proximity to a person who's unwilling to work toward transcending their protective mechanisms. Still, 
you can keep your heart open, extending compassion and well wishes from afar. Acknowledge yourself for your willingness to see the higher truth, despite the compelling story to the contrary. This x-ray perspective, though it may seem saintly, is truly selfish because it pays you back with innumerable dividends to your body, mind and spirit. And the affirmation is, I see and honor the child who lives beneath the pain and is worthy of love. Oh, my heavens. So basically, this is about elevating our frequency. And that's what my guest is all about at the afterlife frequency. So let me just invite everyone to just calm down. (laughs) I'm talking to me and all my inner people. So let's just take a breath, turn within, and let's just allow all of the spasticness to just calm down and drift away as we tap into that still centered high point, still point within us that has access to other frequencies, other dimensions, and our beloveds. They're never far away as long as we can tap into this higher plane. So we invite that today, not just so that we can scratch the itch of finding out where our beloveds are on the other side or what's become of them, but so that we rise, we we raise our vibration and that helps our health, it helps our well-being, it helps our relationships. There's just absolutely nothing to lose by letting go of the drama and opening up more and more to the phenomena of who we are and who we're capable of being Ah, on this unified day, on this unified show, on this, on Unity Online Radio. So thank you, God. Thank you, Spirit. Thank you, Nancy T, for being my co-host today. And thank you, Louie and Jeff and Diane Ray and all the folks at Unity. And thank you for you all for calling in and listening and sharing with us your questions and dreams. Again, the number is 816-251-3555. I included all of that in the prayer. And so it is. Amen. (laughs) Okay. So let me tell you about my guest today. So for thousands of years, people have reported accounts of near-death experiences, shared death experiences, deathbed visions, and contact with spirits of deceased loved ones directly through a medium. Today on the show, we're going to talk to world-renowned psychic medium and successful trial lawyer. So yeah, you heard that right. He's not only a psychic medium, he's also a successful trial lawyer. And you'll be surprised at how well those things go together. Mark Anthony takes an interdimensional communication. He takes it all out of the shadows of superstition and into the light of 21st century science. I love that. Mark Anthony JD, the psychic explorer, is the author of The Afterlife Frequency, Never Letting Go, and Evidence of Eternality. He's an Oxford-educated attorney, world-renowned psychic, nationally recognized legal analyst, headline speaker at international conferences and universities, and favorite guest on television and radio shows. So he co-hosts The Psychic and the Doc on Transformational Network and is a regular columnist for Best Holistic Life magazine. He divides his time between Florida and Southern California. You can visit him online at 
afterlifefrequency.com. And without further ado, Mark Anthony, thank you so much for joining Nancy T and I on the Ask Dr. Dream Show. Well, thank you, Dr. Walden. Thank you, Nancy. I appreciate you having me on the show. It's an honor to be here. Oh, my heavens. Okay, where do we start? So let's just talk about, first of all, how you came to develop and connect with this afterlife frequency. Let's let's start there. Spirit communications in my DNA. Both my parents had these abilities, and and it runs on both sides of my mother's and father's sides of the family. Uh, I've tracked it back into the 1890s. Uh, there's just wow. a, a lot of people in the family that have this, and it appears to be what's known as a recessive genetic trait. Long story short, being right-handed is a dominant genetic trait. Okay, that's why most people in the world are right-handed. But being left-handed is a recessive trait because only one out of ten people have that trait, so it can skip a generation or two. Well, that's the same thing with other abilities, which includes psychic ability and the ability to communicate with spirits. So along comes my dad. He was a Navy SEAL. He gets out of the Navy. He's at a dance. And I love uh, the way he explained it to me. He goes, I saw this foxy-looking dame. He was talking about my mom. <laughs> and he thought she was, you know, he was like, I think he was like 21. And or he was 21 or 22. And, and my mother was younger than him, but she worked, she was a fashion designer, and she worked at this high-end uh, um, department store, so she was dressed to the nines, and Mom said, well, yeah, I got the employee discount on all the <laughs> all the clothes, and so anyway, he, he said that, and, and she said when we met, there was just this connection, and it wasn't just the, hey, you're, you're, you're good-looking and you're handsome, mm-hmm. and after a couple dates, my mother said, well, there's something I need to tell you about myself. And Dad goes, oh, my God, you see spirits? So do I. And that was the connection. They, they had wow. that frequency alignment. Wow. Yeah. You know, so, so Dad was, went from being a Navy SEAL to a NASA engineer. Mom, you know, she was not only in fashion, but she was also a commercial illustrator. So for all intensive purposes, we were the all-American family next door, sort of. Um, ish. Yeah, ish. And so when I'm about three and a half years old, I start seeing invisible friends. Mm. Think mom and dad saw them too. And the reactions were quite different. Mom's was like, oh, he's got it. Dad's was like, oh, he's got it. <laughs> um, and the reason for that is, see, my mother's family had come to, to the United States from Italy. And uh, mom was born here, um, but her father came from Italy. And her uh, maternal grandmother, Giovanna, was known in Little Italy and the Italian um, community of New York and North Jersey as the woman who knew things. And what's really neat about uh, Dr. Walden is that PBS did a special back in 2016 called The Italian Americans. It was a two-night special, uh, you know, four hours all together. They actually did a segment where they featured my, my maternal great-grandmother, Giovanna, and they actually referenced her mystical and psychic abilities. Uh, wow. and, and I remember watching, yeah, my, my cousins and I were all calling each other on the commercial break, so did you see that? You know, And uh, so it was really uh, quite, quite exciting. And the, the Italian side of the family called this the gift of second sight, and they looked at it as visions of the Holy Spirit and that it was a gift from God. 
Meanwhile, my dad hails from Pennsylvania, and his great-grandfather was the Baptist minister in the town oh. that he grew up in and founded the Baptist church there. But um, his maternal grandmother, Grace, his mother, Isabel, and his sister, Marjorie, and my dad were all mediums. And so they kept it kind of under wraps uh, because it simply wasn't discussed. But if you'll indulge me for a minute, mm-hmm. the reason that dad was very concerned when I was a little boy, because I remember before I was about to start school, I, you know, I went to Catholic school. Where I was raised in the Catholic faith. Um, and he said, don't talk about this to anyone but your mother and I. They won't understand, and people who see things that others don't will get taken away. Mm. That scared the daylights out of me. And it took me years to find out why. And what had happened is his sister Marjorie was an extremely gifted medium, and she could also foresee future events. Unfortunately, she married this guy who was a religious zealot, and I'm being kind by saying that, didn't approve of her abilities. And so one day, he's getting ready to go for, to work. He was a machinist that worked at a steel plant in Pennsylvania, and she begged him not to go to work. She had a horrible premonition that something terrible would happen to him. They got into a big argument, and but she prevailed, and he goes, fine, I'll stay home. Well, that day, a crane was lifting thousands of pounds of steel beams, and the cable snapped, and it crushed the machine shop that he worked in. Oh, my God. Killed everybody, killed everybody in it. And so you think he'd be grateful? He found a psychiatrist to give her a diagnosis of schizophrenia. And they actually had an ambulance come to their house. Men in white coats forcibly removed her from the house, put her in a straitjacket, took her to a mental institution where she was involuntarily subjected to electroshock therapy for over six months. My God. And I remember, and I didn't know all this. Uh, I didn't know this because this happened, you know, years, like tw- something like 20 years before I was born. And, you know, I, I finally got, got the full story uh, later in life. And um, they said that Mar- Dad said Marge was just a shadow of what she'd once been. Uh, they <sighs> said she uh, never talked about seeing spirits again. And so that's why he told me this. And he said, Mark, you can talk about your this to to your mom and I we understand but other people won't so so you know at least now I mean here I am on unity online radio talking about seeing spirits so yes we have progressed and I think this is fantastic because these abilities have been chronicled and documented like in the introduction that you you um, um, gave for me for thousands of years people have been able to do these things um, but but there's also people who fear them for, for various reasons, and uh, they shouldn't. And that's why it's one of the many reasons that I wrote The Afterlife Frequency is to let's get this out of, out of the shadows. Let's take this out of the fringe and not only explain it, but explain it how it happens, why it happens, where it happens, and that it can all be explained through quantum physics. Mm. Okay, well you this is what a what a powerful story and it makes so much sense that we that there's there's shadow around this and thank God we're coming out of that at least in the bubble that we're in. I'm sure there's still a lot of people that struggle with their gifts and and bringing them to the world. But you have this thing called a raft technique. Is this something that you can teach us so we can practice 
up-leveling our afterlife frequency. Yes, yes, the raft technique. And, uh, well, here's another story. (laughs) Awesome. You're Um, a great storyteller, so bring it, bring it. Well, the, the raft technique, see, my book, The Afterlife Frequency, is not about turning you into a medium. Because too many of my colleagues are trying to do that. And I've seen people that they just break down in tears. I can't do it. I can't do it. And it causes a lot of frustration. And that's because not everybody's a medium. Just like not everybody's an Olympic athlete. Not everybody is a, a um, Ph.D. in astrophysics. You know, mm-hmm. we're all good at different things. I mean, heck, and not all of us are auto mechanics or carpenters. Right. We're simply good at doing different things. But that being said... We're all capable of having a psychic or a mediumistic experience, and there's a physiological basis for this. And I explain that in detail in the afterlife frequency. But um, I was trying to figure, though, a way, how do I explain this to people who aren't mediums that they can get maximum benefit out of contact with spirits? And I, I, I was working on it, working on it, couldn't come up with anything, total writer's block. So I said, all right, I'm going for a walk. I'm going to go walk on the beach, and I live near the ocean. So I, I'm heading down my driveway towards the ocean. All of a sudden, I get this tingly sensation. I go, okay, I know that sensation. That's, that's a spirit, okay? And I do an about face, and I go towards this bike path, which is near my house. So I'm walking down the bike path. It's around 11 in the morning, and I see these two objects shining in the sky sun and i go to pick them up and it's i I see it's a nickel and a penny and you know both my parents have passed but i immediately as i'm going to pick them up i hear my mom's voice saying if they're not heads up don't touch them and 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 dr walden i'm laughing because the italian side of my family they they had a a superstition for all occasions don't cross your silverware don't walk under it you know it's it's a thing you know yeah nancy knows nancy's 100 percent italian (laughs) okay yeah i know it's it's like (laughs) yes god forbid a black cat pat cat cross oh forget about it i get of these things but then i hear my dad's voice chime in and say it's money grab it so i'm laughing and i pick this up because i'm hearing my parents and I'm looking at this nickel and this penny. I go, oh, six cents. And I go, wait a second. <laughs> six cents. I go, they're trying to tell me something. Uh-huh. Cold chills and tingles start engulfing me. And, oh, that's and great. Lot, that's why a lot of people think that spirit communication is scary. Get the cold chills and tingles. What this is, spirits are pure electromagnetic energy. Okay? And we can talk about that in a bit. Um, and when their energy interfaces with our electrical field, the physiological response is chills and tingles, the same as the flight or fight response, which is why people immediately assume encountering a spiritual entity is, is scary. Mm. So, so I, know, I know not to, to give in to the fear, so I'm looking at the sixth sense, and all of a sudden, in my mind's eye, I see an image of my father, a very familiar image, because... Uh, we were always swimming and, and body surfing and, and rafting, and he was, I saw him standing in the ocean up to his waist holding this blue canvas raft that he had. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, Dad was a Navy SEAL. Dad was a scuba diver, a swimming instructor, raft. What? And then all of a sudden it hit me, <gasps> recognize, accept, feel, trust. And I go, that's it. And I knew exactly what they were trying to tell me. So I ran back, got to my computer, flipped it on, and the words just flew out. And it's like it just happened. And so what my parents were trying to tell me is, Mark, 
there is a four-step approach that you can teach people how to recognize signs from spirits, accept the contact as real, feel it, don't overthink it, and then trust it. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's what it is. And so a, a, a component of the afterlife frequency teaches people how to recognize signs from spirits, accept the contact as real, feel it without fear, and, and uh, trust the message. And it doesn't just apply to a situation like that. Perhaps you have a visitation in a dream, or perhaps you go to a reading with a medium and you get a bunch of uh, information that you may not understand right away, um, or you have a near-death experience, or you're present when someone is transitioning, and they are seeing deceased loved ones in spirit, and you pick up on that. And so the RAF technique is, is a tool to use in helping to decipher and get the maximum benefit out of all of these encounters with the afterlife frequency. That's amazing. And I love how practical it is. Um, and I know my, my dog is going crazy. So I think there's some spirits in here. I sometimes feel like a kind of a lightheaded, even a tiny bit nauseous. Does that sound, I mean, it makes, I always think the veil is parting or that it's thin in those moments. Does that sound familiar? Or is that on target? Yeah, absolutely. It does. And for people who have had a loved one who is, is terminally ill, and they may be under, you know, hospice care or, you know, some other type of medical treatment, and that person is beginning to die. And oftentimes what's known as a deathbed vision actually ends up becoming a shared crossing experience. Here's what I mean by that. A deathbed vision is where somebody starts to um, acknowledge and talk about or, or talk to loved ones who have passed. And what happens is that their brainwave frequency, their, their what I call the electromagnetic soul, which is what we really are, which is eternal electromagnetic energy that is pure consciousness. Um, that's a term I developed for this book, is beginning to shift to a higher frequency, and the spirits are coming to to basically welcome this person, and bystanders will get caught up in this vibrational frequency. And a lot of people, hospice workers, healthcare workers, family members, close friends that are in proximity to the person dying, will experience they see a light coming out of the person's body when they die, or they'll hear indescribably beautiful music, or they will feel dizzy and mm -hmm. like being lifted up off their feet. And that's what's happening is because they are getting a taste, a, a, a just a snippet, if you will, of what it mm. is to touch this higher vibrational frequency. And, you know, I've witnessed this firsthand. I've been at the bedside of a number of people while they're dying. Uh, many times families want me there, you know, to help, help, uh, them understand what's going on and to reassure the pe person who's passing. And so what you have described, uh, Dr. Walden, is, is not unusual. In fact, it's, it's much more common and recognized than a lot of people have traditionally admitted. But now it's becoming more openly discussed. So I, I hope that answers mm. your question. 
Absolutely. So I, um, and for the remainder of the show, we're about to go to a break in just a few minutes, but I'd love to, and I know, um, I don't want to bog up the time with, you know, you doing the medium readings. I know those can be deep and long and involved, but I wonder if there is anyone that is trying to come through, um, if there'd be, I don't know, I'd love to see if, I mean, I, if my friend is, you know, perhaps on the other side, wanting to come through and on the other side of the break, there's two other sides here, the other side of the veil and the other side of the break on the show. If, if some of our guests could, um, how would, how would you most want to interact with people? How, what would be the best way to do that? Well, if people want to call in and ask a question, um, that's fine. Um, and if they, you know, if they want me to connect with a loved one, realize these are many readings. So, you know, I mean, I get two or three, three points. Um, because if people would like a full-on reading with me where I have the time to spend with you and we're going to get more than one spirit coming through, please visit my website, which is afterlifefrequency.com. You can find out about my book. Please sign up for my newsletter. Keep you up to date on, on events like, like this one, which is, mm-hmm. is posted in the calendar of events. And that's on my website, afterlifefrequency.com. Perfect. So we can do little snippet readings. I, that was a, that was a word that a friend of mine used to use a lot. So, um, I'm, so I'm happy to be the first guinea pig to just get a couple of bullet points if there's anything coming through. And of course I want everyone to go right now to afterlifefrequency.com and get all of Mark Anthony's, um, his book and, and even sign up for a full on reading. So how, how does that work? Oh, so I thought we were going to break. That's why I was holding off. Okay. Um, all right. Well, we have like three minutes or two minutes. I don't know. Let oh, me see. Okay. Um, well, there is a female energy coming through. Now, this may not be because sometimes the person you want to hear from the most is not the first one to come through. But there's a female energy coming through. And the thing is, I am feeling, um, I get physical sensations. I see things, hear things, feel things, know things. And her breasts, I feel this burning sensation. And a burning mm-hmm. sensation indicates um, usually that's a cancerous condition, and I'm, I'm very suspect that she may have died from cancer. Reason being is I'm getting a nauseated sensation as well simultaneously. Mm. Nausea is oh. an indication difficulty eating and or holding down food prior to passing, but it's also one of my cancer indicators. Um, mm-hmm. This woman feels she's either on your generational level, which would be like a friend, cousin, you know, or the one right above it, but she does feel like she could be on your level. Does this make any sense to you? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Is this Gypsy? I think so, yeah. She did She did pass of cancer. It wasn't of the breast, but it was. But she did have difficulty eating because it was on her tongue. On her tongue? But, um, I, yeah. It feels to me, though, that it metastasized. Um, oh, we're coming up on the break. So we are coming um, up we- on the break. So, um, so everyone, hang in there. We're going to be right back. Go to afterlifefrequency.com and find out more about my amazing guest. There, we'll be right back in just a few moments. Dream interpretation and a lot more. Welcome back to Ask Dr. Dream with Kelly Sullivan Walden. 
Well, hello, everybody from the other side of the break. This is Nancy T. Kelly's taking her dogs outside for just one second. So while I have Mark Anthony on the line, I wanted to ask you, Mark, this is just a general question. Do you ever have someone come to you and say, I want to hear from a spirit, but you get no contact? I've always felt that about myself, where it feels like someone passes, but if they're going to pass and they're going to talk to someone, it surely wouldn't be me because there's more important people in their lives. So do you ever have that happen where there's just, there's just no, but there's no spirits coming forth for them? What happens in those situations and in the afterlife frequency, I wrote a chapter called um, the unfolding and avoiding the no, no, no syndrome, because generally what goes on is the recipient is either blocking because they want the contact so intensely without meaning to, they're flooding the energetic field with angst. Or they're, they just say no to everything, okay? And when you just say no, 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 you got to realize that a lot of the messages are not immediately apparent or that they are overthinking and overanalyzing things. And overthinking and overanalyzing, all that can cause a block. So spirits are always around us. It's whether or not we're perceiving them. Um, because I get some people, it's like, well, I'm going to hear from a particular spirit, and I want this, and I want this, and I want this. you got to realize right. spirit contact is not going to see Santa Claus, where you have your list of, <laughs> I want this. You know, you have to, and and the and, and, and thing is, I'm not faulting people for wanting that, because why, right. you know, you, you want to hear from somebody you love, but you also have to realize that you've got to bring down that energy block. So instead of I want, I want, or no, 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 let's change it into I welcome you. I invite you. Mm-hmm the contact, and then that starts to begin an energetic shift where the medium can make, um, my brainwave frequency can be elevated to a higher point and the spirit brings their frequency down, we get a frequency match. Mm. So so that's why and how that happens. Because I get some people that come in, um, it was so funny, I was doing a reading for this guy about a week ago, and he was an engineer. And his mother came through and started talking about his four sisters. I said, something about four sisters. Yes, I have four sisters. Well, he's giving me a name like Marsha. Marsha. So it sounds like, no, 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 no. I go, well, (laughs) he goes, no, none of my sisters are named Marsha. They're named Margaret, Marianne, Marilyn. And it was like, Marilyn, Marianne, and Maria. I go, well, that's it. No, it isn't. You said Marsha. And it's like, okay. You have oh, to realize. Give me a break, dude. Yeah, no. Well, <laughs> with the other side isn't texting and instant messaging. And the thing is, they're sending a, what a spirit does as a pure electromagnetic energy. They're emitting a wave of, of uh, an EM impulse that goes into my brain. My brain takes that EM impulse, then converts it into recognizable concepts based on my memories, feelings, and cultural associations. So in my mind's ear, I'm getting the M-A-R, Marsh, Marsha, and the mother, uh, I didn't know that every woman in his family's name started with M-A-R, but the spirit <laughs> does, you know, but the client was over-interpreting it, and then when I explained that, he goes, oh, that makes logical sense, you know, and uh, really nice guy, but, but that can be very challenging when somebody over-analyzes it to the point that it creates an energy block. So I'm I'm back by the way, and let's we've I'm going to take some callers if you're open to that. Mark, is that okay? Sure, I'd love to. Okay, Leilani is in Sedona, Arizona. Leilani, what you got for us, honey? 
Welcome back to the Hello, show. Hello, beautiful people. Hello, beautiful. Hi, you have Mark, a question for Mark you? Anthony? Hi, Lilani. Are you Hawaiian, Lilani? No, but I, I've been to Hawaii. Okay, because <laughs> as soon as you got on the line, well, first off, your name sounds Hawaiian, and for some it reason, is. I just wanted to say aloha. So, aloha. Yeah. Aloha. aloha. <laughs> What's your question, what Lilani? Well, I'm, I'm just so grateful for your time, Mark. I love that this is just coming out in the open. I've been in very intuitive all my life, and I guess I'm just open to whoever wants to come through. I do find dimes, and I find that fascinating. I do believe it might be from my grandfather on my mother's side. And just quickly, there's a little story there. My my. His wife, my maternal grandmother, died at, I think, 52. He remarried, and lo and behold, that woman's daughter changed his will, and my mother got nothing when he crossed over. Okay, so... So there's a little bit of family dynamics there. Yeah, well, I'm sorry to hear that. And also for the other callers, please don't give me detailed fact patterns like that. Sorry. That is okay. because those are some of the things that may have come through. Um, but the okay, thing sorry. is, um, is, is your biological dad on the other side? He is. Okay, because he's the one that wants to talk to you. All right? Okay, so great. He's coming through, and what I'm getting with him is I'm feeling this massive pressure build up in my head simultaneously within my chest. And it almost feels like I'm underwater. Now, this doesn't necessarily mean like drowning. This could be congestive heart failure, but the pressure buildup in the chest indicates that he may have had very high blood pressure, and I'm also getting this sense of a disconnect mentally prior to passing, which is an indication that he was having difficulty with his um, mental clarity and ability to focus. Um, I'm also getting a sense that it was difficult for him to speak prior to his passing. This, this hurts. It almost feels like uh, when you get intubated and they stick the tubes in your nose, and it's just, it just that type of difficulty. Does any of this resonate with you? I was two and a half when he died, and my mother won't talk about it. Okay. Do you know if he, um, they had to do, like, emergency, like EMT or something like that with him? Because this is what this feels like. I know nothing. She won't talk about it. That's fine. Well, let's see what he's got to tell you. I tend to think Thank that something, some, something very, very heavy-duty happened with him because it feels like it it just hit him really, like, quick out, out of the blue. And I also feel that he may have had some type of um, addiction issue. It could be alcohol. It could be drugs, which ties into the mental clarity and focus, all right? Mm-hmm. Um, what he likes about you is he said the way you look at patterns. He said, you look at the clouds and don't see puffs of of clouds. You see actual patterns. He said, but it extends beyond that. You will look particularly at clover, grass, and you see patterns in practically everything that you do. And what he's explaining to me is that you have this ability to leave the analytical left side of your brain and go into the right side. So you have a greater proclivity for looking at the esoteric, the non-material, and uh, the spiritual. Does that make any sense to you? Yes. Okay. Um, hold on. You lose your keys a lot? He's talking about you and your keys. No, I never lose my keys. Never lose your keys. Interesting. 
Well, he's talking about keys. And in my pre-explanation before I do, um, mm. do a full-on reading, I always say that your interpretation is more important than mine. So you keep showing your keys, your keys. Is, did you just either get a new car or do something with I got a new car. Bingo. There we go. So see, he's around you and aware of what's happening in your life. Mm -hmm. And he said that don't be angry with your mother for not talking about me. He said I caused mm -hmm. her a lot of pain in her life. And he said that the reason that that your mother and I did meet was so that you could come into the world. He's and he's explaining, and I'm sorry to say this, but he said I was I would not have been a very good father. He said, but from what I can see, I did the right thing. In other words, oh. he was the reason that you came into this world. I mean, obviously with your mother. Um, but And he wants you to know that. And he said that you are a blessing. Um, wow. Oh, Leilani, I'm, I can hear you taking that in. That's so wonderful. We've got a million other people calling in. I'm going to put you on hold here, but I want you to keep listening. I'm so glad that you were able to get a gift like that. That's beautiful. So let's go over here to, I think this is Jenny. Oh, did I accidentally hang up on Leilani? Uh oh. Sorry, Leilani. Call back in, honey, so you can keep hearing. <laughs> Oh, that sucks. Sometimes I don't know what I'm doing. Okay. Is Jenny, is that you? I'm here. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Do you have a question Hello? for Mark Anthony? Hey, I Jenny. do. Thank Hi, Mark. Thank you very much for doing this. I am just calling in to see who's hanging out. If my parents or Kelly and I's gypsy, our beloved gypsy is hanging out. If anybody has any messages for me. All right, let's see who we got here. Um, was your mom, like, real elegant, fashion conscious, but not, like, over the top with it? Like, always, like, she looked good. Like, you would never see your mom at a grocery store with curlers in her hair. Absolutely. Okay, I'm getting this whole June Cleaver thing. Um, <laughs> and, and I don't mean to laugh, but you know those, that old show, Leave it to Beaver, like June Cleaver would always be like wearing pearls and like a really smart outfit when she's like vacuuming and stuff like that. And, <laughs> and I don't mean this in any insulting way. I just get the, the sense that your mom was one classy lady is, is what I'm getting. And I'm also getting that with her passing, I get a draining sensation. And what I mean by a draining sensation is that it took some time for her to pass. This was not a quick event. And I also feel very cold. That's an indicator of circulation issues. I'm getting the sense of tremors in my fingers and my hands. So there could have been a neurological component to this and or convulsions or spasms as well. Does any of this make sense to you? Yes, she had uh, strokes and cancer and it took I'm grateful it took for three or four months for her to pass, but it took three or four months yes. for her okay. to Okay, so the draining sensation is cancer, and the strokes are the neurological component. Okay, so um, a spirit, it, it would take me a, a while to explain why, but spirits always identify themselves with me with their medical um, um, mm. condition. And um, hold on, let's work with her a bit more. Well, she's obviously, you know, she knows, she said, I know that she knows this, but I'm still going to say it. She goes, I'm fine. We're all fine here. Okay. And lavender, lavender, lavender. What's with lavender? It's the color, the scent. I am just like being 
engrossed, immersed in lavender. Does that make hmm. sense? Does that make sense to you? Uh, do you like the color, the scent? But I'm getting this whole lavender thing. Both. Um, I love the scent, and the room I'm sitting in, I could see her calling this a lavenderish. <laughs> lavenderish. That's bada bing, bada lavender. We got it. Okay. So that is what I call verifiable fact following the message. When a spirit gives us gives me a message of an explanatory advisory nature, she explained her passing, but then that she's fine, she's in the light, and she knows that you know this, but she needed to say it again. Okay, that's the advice and explanation. And then when the spirit immediately follows that up with an objectively verifiable fact, lavender, you like the scent in the room that you're in, your mother would refer to as lavender. The verifiable fact of lavender is how she's letting you and I know that we've properly received and interpreted the message. Now, what's with tomatoes? Love them, hate them, make sense to you in any way. Love, love to grow them. Love to grow them. Woohoo! Okay, so mom's aware that you grow the tomatoes. And hold on. I'm hearing dun, dun, dun. Okay, that's Mozart, I think. What's with the classical music, the piano, the ballet? I know lots of girls go out for ballet, like boys go out for football, but I'm getting this whole classical music thing. I feel like I, and let me tell you, I'm the worst dancer in the world, but I almost feel like I want to get up and jump around the room. What is with all that? My two guesses is mom played piano and... Her and dad love to dance. There's two. Is there any little girls in your family or anyone that would resonate with ballet? Me when I was little. Oh, cute. There you go. I was okay. I was a little ballet dancer when I was little. Well, there you go. Okay, beautiful memories. Okay, and the last thing she wants to do is give you a star sapphire. Now, a sapphire is the birthstone for the month of September. So this could be an indication of births, deaths, anniversaries, or events, which may be connected to her or to you or someone close to either one of you within the month of September, unless there may be a piece of jewelry of significance that you may recognize with a sapphire in it. It'd be gypsy. Birthdays in September. Hold on, hold on. Um, Dr. Walden, you said something about Gypsy in September? Yeah, Gypsy's birthday. We just celebrated her birthday a few days ago, Perfect. the last day of September. Okay, in, in, the book, in my book, The Afterlife Frequency, I talk about collective consciousness communication. We just don't get one spirit at a time. We got a whole collective here. And so, see, we're dealing, Jenny, with your mom, but now we popped over to Gypsy, okay? And your mom, by handing me the sapphire, that immediately evoked the connection with, with Dr. Walden to Gypsy. So Gypsy's over there with your mom. There's actually a whole lot of folks over there, and that's what they want to do, okay? And Gypsy wants you to know that she indeed was at the party. She goes, except the music could have been louder. What's that about? <laughs> she is a musician. Oh, sorry, I'm, oh. I'm betting it on your reading, Jenny. Sorry. <laughs> No, no, no. This, this is for both of you. 
this is a perfect example of collective consciousness communication. Spirits just don't line up in a nice, neat row going, hello, I'm spirit number one. Okay, here's the three messages. I'm done. No. It's like walking into a bar on St. Patrick's Day, and they all come up to you, and they're all talking at one time, and everyone's having a good time. So that's just it. we got a collective of spirits here. And I love we it. have more than one recipient who is benefiting from the collective consciousness communication. Oh my heavens. I love it. So I'm going to, we're going to move on, but I think everybody needs to check out and Jenny check out afterlifefrequency.com and check out the same, the book afterlifefrequency.com too. Thank you so much for calling in Jenny. It's so great to hear from you. I'm going to try to put you on hold without hanging up on you. So let's see if that works. Okay. So Denise, we have um, to, uh, if I could, um, um, when, you know, when COVID subsides before, before it hit and then when it subsides, um, I have been a guest presenter at many Unity churches throughout the country, Unity mm. of Naples, Unity of Hartford, Unity of Buffalo, Unity of oh, Tucson, wonderful. and I know yeah. I'm missing some. Uh, there was a couple more in Arizona, and I look forward to returning um, to to be a presenter. And what I will do is an evening of spirit communication oh, um, wow. where, where I do this, but for, you know, for the, um, the attendees, and mm. also I a whole lecture series on different aspects of spirituality, spirit communication. Um, I do one called um, Mystical or sac- Sacred Astronomy, which involves mm. the three wise men and what we now know the Star of Bethlehem was. I do uh, one called Rulers, Royals, Psychics, and Spirits, the Mystics Behind the Thrones. And then, of course, I do the su- Debunking Death, the Science of Reincarnation and Near-Death Experiences. And, and community churches are just wonderful because it, it's it's an open-minded audience. You know, I was, I was going to go into the mm-hmm. clergy, I, I, um, right. but I felt that it was too restrictive. Mm. And what I love about unity churches is that this is... It's progressive, open-minded Christianity with a hint of Buddhism and Hinduism, and I just love it. It unifies. It unifies them all. It's like, where do we intersect? Uh, let's let's talk about that. Okay, so really quickly, let's have Denise is always really good at asking really quick and specific questions. So Denise, we can't have a show without you being on. What's your question today, sweetheart? Um, I always see blue feathers in the garage. The other day I stepped outside and there was a blue, another blue feather. No bluebirds come around, I don't think. And if they do, the feather was kind of long. But you know, I've always been on the show talking about my father. You know that. I think about this man every day that my feet hit the ground. I just, I adore him. And I want to see if he comes through today. Okay, hold on. Did he smoke but stopped at some point prior to his passing? Yes. Okay, because all of a sudden I'm getting the cigarette smoke, and then I'm seeing, like, the cigarette going right into the ashtray and getting, like, you know, like he's putting it out. Okay, and he showed me a banjo and a guitar, a banjo and a guitar. Anybody connected to you or him play either of these instruments, or does that type of music? See, banjo and guitar, that would be, like, bluegrass. It could be, I guess, some forms of jazz. Um, oh, Go ahead. He loved he loved he loved music. The Dells, Al Green, some of the old entertainers. He did love the Dells. He did love, uh, like I said, Al Green. He's originally from Panama, so he's used to, you know, the calyptic type of music. That's the only connection I can see with that. Okay, well, no, that works because you're. <laughs> That's a lot. That works. <laughs> mine. Okay, 
Well, what it is, um, and once again, I don't have the we don't have the time for me to go into interpretation, but that's why um, that's in the chapter, the unfolding, and how to interpret uh, messages that come through. Now, this is very interesting, Denise. He is holding up a bottle of cough syrup. What is going on? Did you just have like a sore throat or someone close to you having some type of throat issues? No. In some no. way it seems like it seems like we 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 need to interpret the the symbols that come through in the same way that we do with a dream. Like exactly. sometimes it's like that. Exactly. In fact, I was doing a reading for a psychologist recently and she said this is just like dream interpretation. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, how and would that were, make sense? If I would, if it were my dream, Denise, and this is, and it was like cough syrup was coming in, it could also be about clearing the communication to be able to express, um, kind of moving out kind of like at the beginning of the show, I got a frog in my throat. It's like, sometimes we right. just have a little blockage to what we really express, what we want, right. what, how we feel. Right. right. So, so right. something, something like that. And right. also very concerned, Denise. Um, look, I, I don't want to start a war with listeners or anything. Have you been vaccinated? Do you wear a mask? Because that's what he said. Yeah. yeah. Good. Okay. good, 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 good. Because he is reinforcing. He said, keep doing that. He said, don't listen to the fools. Listen to Ooh. your heart. Oh, don't my listen. goodness. Denise, thank you for calling in. I heart. hope that you feel that you just got connected with your daddy. I love it. Okay, thank we'll talk you. to you next week. Thank you. And we've got Skip. We don't want to skip over Skip. And then, Nancy, we're going to head back to you to see what, what questions you've got percolating or any insights or whatever. But, Skip, let's go to you first. Skip, what's on your heart today? Hi. Hi. How you doing, Hi. Mark? I'm doing well, I'm Skip. Not... What can I do for you? Well, I'm, I don't have a specific question, but I would like to know if you get any messages from someone that's gone beyond. Um, I have... Um, you know, a lot of my, my, both my parents have passed and a lot of my relatives have. Okay, hold on, uh, hold on. Um, I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but I'm getting somebody coming through. Did your dad do anything with guns? Did he carry a gun, have a gun, uh, know how to shoot a gun? But there's a male coming I, through, not like in a crazy way. He's just um, holding up, um, looks like a 357 Magnum. Does that make any sense? Well, it, it, it does, but not with him. Uh, I mean, All right, he, with who? With me. Oh, with you. Okay. Remember, yeah, spirits a, can talk I'm about a, you. I'm a gun okay. collector. You're a gun collector. Bingo. We got your dad. <laughs> wow, that's message. great. Right. See how it worked before? Okay. Yeah, it comes in, and I'm seeing a three fifty seven. And let me tell you, you, not only are you a gun collector, but you are pristine about how you take care of these things. And he just held up a quarter, heads up, and I'm seeing 25, 25. Now, 25, numbers are always challenging. They can be an age, a date, a time frame, an address, or a grouping. You know, it could be a year, like 1925, or it could be like February 5th. It could be May 2nd. It could be the number 2, the number 5, the number 25, or the number 52, unless you find quarters all the time. Okay, but he Uh, keeps holding up a quarter. That was my mother's birthday, September 25th. Bingo. Mm. Now we've got mom and dad here. Okay. And it's just so cool. They're singing me a song to sing to you. I'll do my best without butchering it. When you're smiling, when you're smiling, the whole world smiles with you. Okay, so um, they're making me feel very, very happy. 
and they're transmitting that to you, and your mom just handed you a glass of pink lemonade. And, I, you know, it's funny because I'm tasting a little bit of gin in it. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> Feeling a little tipsy myself over here. Awesome. Is that resonating, Skip? Yeah, yeah. She she did not drink at all, but but I, I like bourbon and whiskey. So well, they're letting you know they can see what you're doing. Yeah, <laughs> they know. It's like they know when you're sleeping. They know. I mean, it's like seriously, they do. And um, but they don't intrude on our privacy. They will respect us. But this is an indicator your parents are around you and aware of what's happening. But the thing is, Skip, there's something about pink lemonade. And it may not make sense right away, but it is at some point because, I mean, I am tasting it. I'm seeing it. It's just amazing how intense this flavor is, is resonating through me. And that's part of the unfolding. It can take hours, days, weeks, even longer for the full impact of a message transmitted by a spirit to make sense to you. So if you don't get it right away, if you don't get it, don't sweat it. Take it under mm. advisement and wait till it happens. Thank okay. you, Skip. I will. I will. I'm um, going to just throw in um, on the level of dreams. Sometimes if there's a bizarre symbol, we can go out in our waking lives as a dream activation. Like in the pursuit of the pink lemonade, something might happen. A feather might fall or there might be a friend that, that we meet or a song you hear in the pursuit of doing something physically to understand what that might mean. Nancy T, how is this landing on you? We've got like 30 seconds. Are you percolating? Oh Are you inspired? It's so great. Oh, I mean, so great. I, um, I would love to know if anyone was hanging out for me, but I don't think we have time to know. <laughs> um, I, I wanted to ask either Skip or Nancy if the name Jim, because sometimes when I get the alcoholic beverage gin, it's a trigger for the name Jim. Mm. Anybody, anybody? Not my life, but he's alive. Oh, all right, Mark Anthony. Oh my gosh, so Skip's got a gym. So we're we're heading out, and everyone check out Mark Anthony's website, AfterLifeFrequency.com, and that's the same as his book as well. Mark Anthony, you've been wonderful. Thank you so much. God bless you. Thanks, everybody. Don't take your dreams lying down. We'll be here next week. Until then, sweet dreams. Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. I'm Suzanne Giesman, and if you've ever wondered about life after death or if it's possible to connect with a higher consciousness, I invite you to join me for my podcast, Messages of Hope. It's my mission to share with you that our loved ones who have passed are always with us and we are so very loved. I want to teach you how to live a consciously connected and divinely guided life. Listen here on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network.